Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, today I have a really great and special guest. It's Tanya McKenzie, who can be found at the intersection of communication and leadership. She's the founder of Sand and Shores. She's a speaker. She's an author. She's a civil servant. And I can't wait to connect and know a little bit more. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do in your own words? Bobby, yes. Thank you for having me. So excited to kind of pour into your audience a little bit. I am the founder of Sand and Shores. Uh, Like I said, you know, at the intersection of communications and leadership, helping people really understand and sculpt their digital reputation, Mm -hmm. whether it's for themselves or their business. What does that even mean? It's how you tell your story and how you connect to your target audience. You know, these days when you give anybody any information about you, even if you're not paying attention, they're Googling you. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're looking at your LinkedIn. You need to understand that if you're trying to do business with people, People want to know that you are who you say you are and that you can do the things that you say you can do. So helping people really recognize how important leadership and communications is. Public relations falls underneath um, Mm -hmm. communication. Most people don't know that, but it is only one aspect of how we actually communicate with our public. So I spend my time working with businesses, business owners, civic organizations, really nailing down their story, um, their digital uh, footprint, and their leadership. Because, you know, getting media attention these days, especially when you're talking about business, isn't just about the glitz and the glamour. It's really how you're leading. Where's your thought leadership at? And how are you different and unique from maybe someone else in your lane? I love that 100%. I think that, you know, personal brands are fundamental in the world that we live in. And especially, I think that what I see so often is that the big shift that's happened in the world in the last, I don't know, 10, five years, I don't even, I don't know when to quantify it, but I I feel like businesses used to be a corporation, even if they were a tiny corporation, it was like the business. And now it's really about the person who is leading that brand, who is building who's leading that business. So I really feel like developing that personal brand is crucial to build those connections with your ideal audience. I don't think people, you know, I do think people understand now, mm-hmm. but it's it's been a while. Like it's taken them a while to recognize that you can't just say you're one thing. You really have to show that because we're in a, we're in a um, point in time right now where people can, I'm an expert in this and I'm an expert in that. And then right. when you go to them, They have no idea what you're talking about or how to get certain things done. So having a solid brand allows for people to really understand who you are and why they should care. I love that 100%. Well, how did you get into this? How did you get into talking about personal brands for yourself? (laughs) In all honesty, I have to say, you know, I look back on my career Mm -hmm. and I, I realize that uh, 
you know, when companies started making cuts, I've always done marketing and uh, PR, but really understanding the brand was important. And when, when companies started making cuts and, you know, um, back when we had our first recession a while back, I was a director for a chamber of commerce and we did an audit to find out why some of these businesses were failing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't because they had bad products or bad services. It was really because people didn't know about them. They mm-hmm. just didn't know. And companies don't understand how important it is. And when cuts happen, the first thing that goes is marketing. Well, I was like, well, if they don't know who you are and what you provide, how in the world do you expect them to patronize you, especially when dollars are thin? Um, I work for a YMCA. First thing they cut is what? The marketing. We were trying to build a new facility. They didn't have the money. So I started reaching out to uh, editors, writers, journalists in our local market to try to get coverage for some of the the things that we were doing. Just saying you're doing something great is one thing, but really learning how to tell the story of the people behind Mm -hmm. them became an art form for me because I knew how important it was that we get this new facility uh, in the city that I lived in called Oakley, not Oakland, Oakley. And it was a town becoming a city. How often are you able to be a part of something like that, right? Like watching a transition from small town to a city. Mm -hmm. So I knew how significant this facility was going to be. And really starting to master the art of storytelling and the brand behind the story uh, became kind of my thing Mm -hmm. because I understood how important it was. Understanding what a brand is and getting people to understand it's not just, it's not just this cliche word. Branding is not just this cliche word. It's really how people feel about you, what they think about you, what they say about you when you're not in the room. Being able to kind of tap into that and start to tell stories that resonated with the community allowed for us to raise over a million dollars and open this new facility. So now I go back to the city, Oakley, and they have a whole recreation center now where we started this new facility. So watching things come to fruition, even when you don't have a whole lot of money, even when you're dealing with nonprofits, really show the importance of storytelling building a brand and connecting with your target audience. So I've been doing it for over 40 years now, 20 years. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm 48. Couldn't be I was going to say, well, <laughs> over 20 you started years now. young because you look young. Yeah. <laughs> over 20 that years. makes sense. So, okay. Tell me a little bit about what are the parts to defining a personal brand? Hmm. It's tapping into who you authentically are, Right. It's not making up a persona that you think people are going to Yes, like. I love because that. Because you're not going to be able to continue to be this persona. At some point, your true self is going to show up and then they're going to be confused about who you really are. And you lose people that way. I think people uh, get a really, mm, they get scared to show who they are because they think, well, they're not going to like me or they're not going to patronize my business. But here's the thing. There's somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not just buy your products, they buy you. So by showing people your authentic self and having a brand that is authentic to your product or your service, it allows for you to develop raving fans because they like you. They like what you're putting into it. Do you have a level of... um 
good deed in your brand? Who do you give back to? What else do you support? And I think definitely since uh, the George Floyd incident and our country went through a little turmoil over the last couple of years, recognizing how your leadership in organizations mm -hmm. show up is has become much more important. Let me just say this much. Again, people are afraid of showing their true self, but it allows for you to track the people that you want to patronize you. It also keeps the people away that you probably don't want. You want target audience. You want people that want your product. You want people that you can connect with in an authentic way. So if you're not showing up as your true self, not only will you get people to mistrust you once they figure out who you are, but you attract the wrong kind of clients and the wrong kind of customers sometimes, which doesn't help your business grow. Mm -mm. So authenticity is huge. Storytelling and honesty and a level of good deeds and just showing up in the space that you occupy with a sense of leadership, understanding where you are in the marketplace and being able to talk about that and get people to recognize I am for you or maybe I'm not. I love that so much, Tanya, because I I agree. I think that people, I, I think it comes back to what we were talking about earlier, how the market has shifted. I think that originally we had this idea of what it means to be an authority or a credible source. And we think that it has to be like this very, you know, like, I need to be perfect all the time persona. So when you, and, and I see this happening with clients all the time, you know, I'm having a casual conversation with a client on a coaching call. And then I ask them to record a video or a webinar or whatever. And then the video is like, hello, good morning, people. And I'm like, that's not you. You need to show up as you. And I, I have this story of when I started my business in 2016, my online business, at least, um, I recorded this video series and it took me, it was like five, five minute videos. And it took me days to record because I wanted it to be so perfect. And I, and I still see the videos. I saw them a few days ago and I cringe because, you know, I was trying to show up at somebody that was not my, wasn't me really. It wasn't my authentic self. And the impact in my business, when I did shift to showing up authentically and bringing in more storytelling, like you're saying, was massive. It changed everything for me. And the more that I personally embraced that, the more powerful my own business has become. So I love that you bring that up because it really is the key. And it's so simple. And we tend to overcomplicate it with like, well, let me create this funnel or let me do this marketing strategy or this very complex thing. And it's like, my friend, it's as simple as you taking off the, the layers and showing up as yourself. Taking off the filters. Yes. Exactly. Off, it's okay, guys. It's it's about humanity. How mm -hmm. are we connecting as humans? So right now, you know, we're in this moment where Chat GPT is a thing and it has a lot of different industries afraid. Mm -hmm. It has some industries just jumping for joy. Well, in my field, in regards to leadership and communications, there still has to be a level of humanity and you can't replace that. No. And if filter it, then you miss the opportunity to connect with someone that could possibly be your ideal client or be your ideal partner or be your ideal sponsor. If you are trying to hide and shield a part of you that you might see as imperfect, that might be the thing that allows for another leader to be like, I get that. Like I felt that. Exactly. I love that. And I love that you brought the chat GPT thing because 
I think that what you do is even more important because of ChatGPT, because right now it's too new, right? AI, the way that it's unfolding, it's still very new. There is still the great, great, great majority of people aren't using it. But in a few years, it's going to be like the word, like, you know, the word Microsoft Word or Google Doc or like the thing that everybody uses. And it's going to, what it means is that your authenticity needs to be even more, like even stronger and even clearer and even better communicated because now everything's going to be like, mm, is that you or was that AI? How do I really know? How do I really know you're an expert or you're not just trying to share, sell like smoke and mirrors and that's it, right? So that authenticity is fundamental right now. <laughs> it is like, can can a computer really duplicate your sense of humor? Can it uh, process maybe your past traumas mm -hmm. in a way that shows up in the work that you do? Can it uh, comfort a friend? Like we have to recognize that these new toys are just tools. They're tools. And exactly. if you try to replace, look, they've been trying to replace humans forever. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. You have, you know, the grocery stores and they have these automated machines, but every so often, more often than they thought, they still have to come over and check something. They still have to come over and clear errors. They still have to come over and, and do all the things. So no matter how much you think, um, a tool like ChatGPT and AI can replace a human, your humanity is priceless and it's irreplaceable. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love that. Okay. So well, tell me a little bit more about the difference between your brand and your reputation. Ah, yes. Your brand. Your brand is what you put out, right? It's what you want people to think. It's the things that you do that you want to resonate with your ideal clientele, your mm -hmm. community that you serve, it's determined by you, your, the colors you use, where you show up at, but your reputation, you can't change your brand. You can, you can switch your brand up. Your reputation stays with you, particularly on the internet these days, you, you can't get rid of it. So what's important to know is that how you move through life, it is a direct reflection of your brand, but they're definitely different. So we have to be intentional about the things that we do in business and personally. You know, you can't, there's processes, it's a little difficult, but you can't go online and just delete something you said. I try to live personally without regret. So understanding that I might not be able to take this back when I go to do things, whether it's how I deal with clients, whether it's how I show up in my community, in my leadership roles, your reputation proceeds you. And as much as people have tried to distance themselves from it, it becomes a part of who you are. It becomes a part of your brand. It exactly. becomes a part of how people think about you. It becomes a part of how they decide if they're going to do business or be social with you. So your brand is something that you put out and control. Your brand is something that you sculpt, you engineer, and you put out. But your reputation is more controlled by the public, by your consumer, by your clients, by your family, by people that have had encounters with you. So understanding the difference allows for you to do better 
building your brand through the things that you do, building your reputation. That makes sense. And I think that ultimately with both, what you're looking to do is just being highly intentional with how you're treating clients, how you're showing up online, how you're creating content. I think that one of the things that happens very often in the world that we live in is that people are just reacting, reacting, reacting to everything and anything. And even with their personal brands, they're not even, they're just winging it basically. Right. And not really being intentional about, well, what do I, how do I want to show up? And in 10 years from now, in 20 years from now, will this be something that I'm still going to be proud of? Um, And will, is this something that's going to make sense for me or whatever? Right. And I think that it really comes back to being intentional and hiring people like you so that they can really define who they are as a brand and showing up with that leadership style as well, right? Intentional and consistent, mm-hmm. right? So you want to take a brand like Ben and Jerry's. They consistently show up in a social atmosphere, When you're going through social change or social disruption in our um, country, Ben and Jerry's will always show up with a statement. They always stand up for something. They're very liberal. How do you know that? All you have to do is Google them. And it is there every single time. And they're consistent on their stance with equality and social justice. That might not appeal to everyone. Mm -hmm. But as a consumer, that allows for you to decide, am I still going to patronize them or not? Chick-fil-A, they are very consistent about where they stand on LGBTQ and not being open on Sundays and for what reasons, right? They're Mm -hmm. very consistent about who they are. So they're intentional in letting you know, and they're consistent and never wavering, no matter what people might have to say about them. They're fine with it. And that is something that I definitely try to get our um, clients to understand is be consistent. If, if you don't, even if you have stances that you think aren't popular, just be consistent because it still allows for people to decide, am I going to work with you or not? Am I going to bring you in or not? Am I going to buy your products or not? That way you're building your core audience from people that support you and your brand and what you're providing. And then it continues to multiply. But when you fluctuate with social issues, with um, how you deal with clients, with, you know, with different operational procedures, people get confused about who they're dealing with and they might opt out. But I think exactly what you said, intentionality and consistency. With both of those, it's it's a win-win, but that's part of your brand and making sure that your brand is solid because you are always following your brand. You're following your brand model that you put together, that you've worked with someone to put together. Who are you and why should I care? And when you stick by that, it helps us decide what what are we going to do as a consumer? What are we going to do as a client? Do I want to work with them or not? And don't feel bad. There's still a lot of marketplace out there for you, but be consistent. I love that. I love that. So one thing that I want to ask you, Tanya, is more related to your own marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know what strategies do you focus on for your own lead generation? I mean, obviously going on podcasts is one of them, but um, I'm kind of curious to hear a little bit about what your experience has been. 
I am very uh, in-person and uh, action-oriented in my marketing. I don't believe in a lot of the gimmicky things that have happened uh, over the last 15 years, you know, long form and short form and social media is there, but unless you show up as your authentic self, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can do all the things. And that just works for me because of what I do might work for other people, but for me showing up in person, having conversations and calls, not just shooting out blanket emails and cold calling that no. doesn't work in a business that is so human driven, right? It doesn't, it doesn't work for this business. Now I'm sure that might work for plumbing or uh, maybe real estate agents, but for someone in leadership and communication, yeah, no. showing up, having <laughs> human interactions has been the, and building bold relationships, not being afraid to be one of the only in the room. Uh, many times I'm the only one that looks like me in a room, but not, sh- not shriveling to that, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding what you bring to the table and having those conversations that make sense to continue to grow the business and help others do the same. Being of service has always been a great way for me to grow Sand and Shores um, and help others do the same. The showing up piece is something That's that it. I can't yeah. replace. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. Last question that I have for you is around mindset and personal development. Because I've what I've found over the years of building my own business is that it is crucial, at least for me, to continuously work on mindset, personal development, overcoming challenges, all the things. And I'm curious to hear how you have incorporated this into your own life and business as well. I function through the leadership model, L-L-E-A-D. Leverage your experience. Okay. Never take that for granted. Leverage your experience. (laughs) Know that what you've gone through and what you've learned is enough. Look the part, show up, right? Look the part that you are trying to present. Acknowledge the problem. A lot of people don't know how to acknowledge the problem in the room. What problem are you solving? What problem is your business solving? Elevate your voice. Not yelling, but really showing up, using the verbiage and the words that you need to get the point across. Mm -hmm. What am I trying to say? Say the thing. Don't be afraid of the word. I've talked about um, gun violence. I advocate for alcohol and drug reform. You got to say some of the things that might make people uncomfortable, but say it. Get it out there. And deliver results. If we can deliver results and show how you would deliver results, I think many times you'd be like, oh, I did this thing and it was great. Give me some numbers. Show me how you're making a difference. Lead the way. Leverage your experience. Make sure people understand I've done enough. I've done done this. Even moms, I have to have this conversation with them all the time. Like, oh, I want to run for office, but I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm qualified. Well, let's talk about some of the things that you've done in this life and how that could actually qualify you uh, for whatever it is that you're trying to do. Sometimes it takes someone else from an objective standpoint to help you recognize that. And that's why I want to 
nail down on that leading in what it is you want to do and not being afraid to do that. For me, that's, that's the model, like lead. Don't be afraid to lead. Don't be afraid to acknowledge the problem. Let them know how you deliver results and how you're qualified. All of these things are within each of us. And using that model for me and helping my clients do that has been the win. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tanya. Where can people find you online? I am easy to find, pretty consistent. Tanya McKenzie PR on all social media platforms or tanyamckenzie.com or sandinshores.com. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was wonderful having you here today. I appreciate being here. You guys take it easy. And if there's anything I can do to help, because I believe being of service is hugely important, let me know. All right. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Breakthrough Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.